0: Save the semantics, episode two twenty-four. It is September third, two thousand and twenty-three. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Um It's been an interesting week. Um it's been alright for the most part. Um nothing too crazy. Uh per usual. <laughs> um This weekend's been it's been okay. I feel like the weather's been kind of weird. Like it's just been kind of on and off raining and whatnot. Um, It's, it's so weird to think last week there was a day that went up to like 90 something degrees and now it's just kind of, just kind of in the seventies, cooler weather. Um, It's just, it was, it's so bizarre. Um, But yeah, uh, everything else has been, solid for the most part uh just been keeping busy with with work and everything so um i wasn't able to find the time to record a midweek um a midweek segment um i mean i don't know how much i would how much how many you know how much how many things i would have really said at that point but you know um yeah it's gonna be just this one uh for this week um yeah, it's it's been uh, pretty uneventful for the most part. Not a whole lot has been going all around, both in my life and I feel just in kind of news or things that I'm particularly particularly interested in. Um, I've been sort of passively keeping up with the FIBA World Cup. The U.S. lost today, or I guess, you know, Yesterday or today, uh, they lost to Lithuania, which is kind of funny. <laughs> Pretty wild. Um, I know that it. they're still able, like, it's not elimination yet. Um, they're still able to, you know, they're, they're, the, the way the FIBA World Cup is kind of set up is kind of interesting. I didn't really realize the structure of it was completely different from, like, the, you know, football or soccer world cup, but basically the way it's set up is layers. You have like the group stage kind of similar to, you know, similar to soccer or football. And, um, but then afterwards there's another group stage, which is really interesting. Like they, it, it takes like the top two out of all the groups and then they like put it in them into, um, some like the in, in kind of in that secondary group stage which is really interesting um and then it goes into like the round of 16 or quarterfinals i forgot which one um but yeah it's it's just weird <laughs> I, I didn't really think it was going to be that um i understand the reasoning for it <clears throat> basically if if you fail to make it into the second group stage you still you, you have the chance to uh essentially Qualify for the Olympics. So if you are of a certain standing um, If you're high enough of a standing from like the remaining like 17 teams or whatever Then you are able to qualify for the Olympics. And I guess that's a pretty huge um, It's a pretty big. uh, What's the word pretty big? uh, Sort of incentive kind of drive for teams to compete continue to compete to continue to compete um once their sort of title contention their championship contention is no longer you know no longer possible so i think that that makes things a little more interesting for sure uh yeah we got the olympics coming up next uh next year as well so that's pretty exciting um but yeah it's 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 an interesting sort of layout for The tournament um i think that yeah at first when i heard it i was just like i don't really understand the point of all this but once once you take the uh, olympics kind of into uh if you take into that kind of into consideration it makes sense um how they structured it well yeah it's it's been um i've seen some highlights here and there uh i haven't been super super invested but it seems like it's been pretty interesting um us losing and stuff is pretty i don't know i think it's kind of funny more than anything um just because it's always it's always interesting when the one of the best teams in in the world loses and you're kind of like huh i'm like how (laughs) it's like the nba like what do you (laughs) what is this shit um but yeah anyways uh i finished ghost trick last night and it, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. <clears throat> I, I I was very interested and very kind of driven to finish and see the game all the way through um, till the very end last night. So I was up until like two uh, beating that game. But it was worth it. I thought that the storylines all kind of ended satisfact. It ended on a satisfying note all the characters kind of all the loose ends sort of um you know kind of wrapped up pretty um pretty cohesively it did get pretty like batshit insane towards the end of the end of the game just for the reasonings of what was causing everything but i i, I, I bought into it i was into it you know again this was done by the uh the the director of the game was, it was also created by the creators of the, uh, the creator of the Ace Attorney series. Um, so I, you know, going into it, I was sort of expecting some zaniness and some kookiness and some craziness. Um, and it definitely does that for sure. Uh, it definitely turns up the notch on a lot of those aspects. The, uh, the, the Colorful and kind of crazy characters and and just the the designs of the characters is very Um, you know kind of like a comic book sort of feel to it. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was it was very just like It just felt very expressive. It just felt so much Uh, it just had so much character that I, I it was very it was very easy for me to kind of get into from the beginning I was just like into it uh from the very start and I, I was very happy to kind of see it all the way through um I very much liked kind of the the very end you're kind of like well there's kind of there's like one more loose end that we're sort of we didn't get like a full explanation on and then we did and then it just further it further deepened how crazy the story got like the story got kind of crazy you know what I mean um yeah, I I just felt that <laughs> so I think some people, um, some people might be a little maybe turned off by how much this story kind of jumps the shark, you know, quote unquote. Uh, but I I don't know I I I I was already kind of I mean from the very beginning it was already a very you know I mean the entire plot of the story is. Based around kind of the supernatural elements, so it's it's very, you know, it, it's it's entirely possible. You kind of you have to just sort of suspend your belief, like your disbelief, I guess, um, in in sort of this, uh, in the idea of everything and just how every how things sort of. You know, kind of connect and interconnect within the story and just the crazy places that it goes. Like you have to just sort of you have to buy into it a little bit, so uh maybe some people might or might not be super into that kind of thing but i i i just think it's worth it i think it's worth checking it out um it's a short game as as i as i mentioned um so it, you know i it took me like i don't know i i didn't look at my playtime, time but it's probably like 12 15 hours or something like that you know what i mean um what was i gonna say uh but yeah, it was it was just a very <clears throat> satisfying, you know, you know, very linear to the point game, and I appreciate that because the next thing, like I mentioned last time, the next thing I'm going to get into is near Automata, which I know going into it is going to be it's going to be one it's going to be of course more time consuming. Um, I, I I do know about like kind of the multiple sort of. I guess storylines or endings. I I I do know about that, um, because that's a pretty common um conversation. It's hard to avoid that in online discourse. But uh I'm I'm really again, when it comes to sort of you know, those sort of stories, I'm I'm really trying my best to avoid any you know, avoid having any perceived ideas of the game, um and just kinda of develop my own opinions as I play through the game. Um, but I'm really excited. I'm really excited to get into it because uh I think that it's gonna be I'm excited to play a bit more of kind of a darker kind of game. Um something that's it's gonna be like, ooh, this is the shit is this shit's kinda just shit's hitting hard, you know what I mean? So I'm excited to I am excited to get into that. Uh I actually kinda wanna touch upon this is something that I've been thinking about, um, in regards to like spoilers and know, trying to avoid things so that you can have a very, you know, clean and very personal experience, like, with a game, um, I was just sort of thinking about that, um, I saw this really interesting video, it was talking about, um, this guy, he, uh, before he played the game Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, he... The way he experienced the game first was through the official guidebook, which I thought was really interesting. So the title of his video was "The Greatest Game That I've Ever Read." Um, the uh, the the guy that made is his name is G. C. Vasquez. Um, he's a smaller, smaller kind of YouTube creator, but he makes some r- really good and like compelling um, video essays. Um, Anyways, uh I I just thought that was such an interesting idea, the fact that you can kind of experience this experience a game through such a completely different lens as opposed to, you know, actually playing the game. Um like of course there are many ways you can experience gamings, games, you know. You can watch someone play it. You can listen to a podcast about the game, which I have done, Um, you can, you know, you can just like, uh, I guess sort of watch your friend play it. Like, these are kind of things that, um, I don't know, these are sort of, uh, there's just so many different ways that you can kind of experience a single game through so many different lenses, you know what I mean? Um, And I hadn't really even thought about it in that sense, because that is something that i that i have also done because i own you know this is back when guidebooks were a much more common thing i guess like early 2000s um but i own i own guidebooks for some of my favorite games i own it for wind waker um final fantasy 9 uh a lot of the other dragon quest games and Final Fantasy games uh and effectively especially I think especially for Final Fantasy 9 I I pretty much spoiled the entire story for myself I knew what the final boss was gonna be I knew like the the locations and what levels you ha- you were going to be at when you got to those locations, like who the bosses were in specific like areas and dungeons and stuff. I knew what was what, what I was expecting. But I still love the game, which is really interesting because I I really spoiled myself fully. I I knew what to I I I knew entirely what to expect, you know, based on just kind of the placement of you know just the 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 chapters and stuff and the um, you know just the whole the whole guidebook is essentially just giving you everything. You know what I mean? Um, the weapons. You know the the best weapons for all the characters. Uh, I I I knew everything going into before I even got to the end of the game. Same thing with Wind Waker. I I I, I kind of knew what 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 to expect from the final dungeon and sort of the conclusion of the game. I knew what to expect. I, 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 I already had knowledge of what the final area was going to look like. I, I, but I still love those games, you know what I mean? So I, I just think it's so interesting, um, where, where now I'm so kind of sensitive to that kind of information where I really want to go into games, you know, just completely, almost b- completely blind. I know that's not entirely possible, but going in as completely, you know, kind of oblivious to the stories of the games. Um, when before, when I was a kid, I was able to just pick up, the, just have these guidebooks sort of lying around and just read through them almost kind of like a book, you know what I mean? Um, and experience it through that, through that lens before I've, you know played through the game myself um and i just think it's so interesting there's like there's nothing wrong with that approach either there's a really no there's no uh, there's no wrong way to experience games you know what i mean um but i just it, it's just really much more interesting how my relationship with especially you know story-based games and how i approach it nowadays versus how i sort of treated it back then i guess it, it's you know I, I, you can obviously attribute to why i treated it that way when i was younger maybe i didn't have as much of a i didn't place as much of an importance on stories or you know i guess sort of the story beats of of a game than i do now because i sort of want to experience it you know, without having any prior knowledge of the events Um, and just have that kind of um, experience be fresh. But I guess when I was a kid, it just didn't, I I guess it wasn't as significant to me, you know what I mean? Um, And I sort of think about like what, (laughs) it's, it's interesting to look back and really think about what, what I enjoyed about those games when I was a kid you know what I mean it's like what did I really take away from it if the story while it might be somewhat important it wasn't exactly you know it wasn't this kind of thing where I if I was spoiled on the story then the game was unplayable like not at all because I, I, because I I knew the entire storyline, you know, I, I knew what, you know, how things were sort of going to go. Maybe I didn't like, you know, maybe in terms of chronology or the, you know, how things progressed and how certain characters came into the scene and the relationships and whatnot. I, maybe I didn't have, you know, one, I think the big thing was the fact that the, these guidebooks were written in Japanese, so I was only able to get kind of glimpses here and there. I was more relying on just the imagery, the portraits, and kind of the the in-game footage that was being shown in the books as opposed to um, what was being, you know, what I was able to read. And I think that I, I, I just, I, I guess in, because... I don't know. I, I guess just I was in sort of that headspace where it just didn't bother to me. It just didn't bother me as much that I I spoiled myself on certain storylines before I got to experience them because I I was already having so much fun with the game. I was just enjoying the stories, you know, the battles, the, the characters, the environments. Um, that it just didn't really matter to me too much that like i i already kind of knew the story like i was i was already going to experience that myself um and i don't know i just i just think that's kind of a i just think it's really interesting so some for some people spoilers um spoilers are just not as important to them as you know experiencing kind of the game itself um, you know and in terms of just sort of like the, the gameplay elements of it uh which is uh I, I don't know i just think it's fascinating that we one how we kind of change and how and and the things we value sort of change and sort of fluctuate like nowadays i, I very much value the stories of the game how it's how they're able to present their themes and how those characters sort of reflect upon those themes. Um, I think those are things that I very much value in my video games, in my in my, in my story-based video games. Um, and, of course, the gameplay ha- is, you know... It's good if the gameplay is engaging and everything like that. But, you know, the gameplay is sort of meant to be... In, in sort of my perspective, um, the gameplay is sort of there to, as you know, effectively, you know, elevate just sort of the the quality of the game and lend itself. Maybe in some ways, it doesn't have to directly tie to the the story. You know, because like if, if you if you <laughs> like cutscenes in JRPGs, oftentimes do not reflect like the the combat you know what i mean the turn-based combat elements it's like they're not you know enemies are not waiting waiting for their turn to attack and whatnot in cutscenes like they're sort of just in real time fighting against each other so um it's much more just you know the gameplay is sort of meant to be you know if it's fun and i enjoy it and it makes me want to continue going and invest in the story um then that's kind of what you know that's what sort of matters to me um a little bit more i guess um while i guess in the past I, I i think that i was just much more engrossed with the the world and the environments and of course i still am i definitely still am um but i think i just placed those to a much higher degree than i did the the story which i think is really interesting cuz you know when i when i'm 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 looking i'm really thinking specifically most most specifically about like final fantasy 9 uh because of how much that game impacted me and how much i still think of it today but there are certain things in the game that i don't think i really i i don't really think i reflected or you know maybe i just didn't have the capacity to like understand like the the uh the weight of certain scenes and like you know kind of the through lines of certain characters like i i, I still you know i would love i would love to replay the game sometime in the future <laughs> once i kind of get through the games that i really want to play um that are in my backlog but um like you know storylines like vivi's where you know he's essentially i guess i don't really want to spoil final fantasy nine but when you discover like kind of what he is and who he is like there's a certain you know there's there's definitely just kind of like this you you very much feel for him and his role because this is you know he didn't choose this position to be in like he was sort of made for a certain role in the world and he effectively has to kind of play that role um and uh you know him sort of like moving away from it and joining up with Zidane and the party you know he's he's sort of breaking away from the uh the chains that kind of binded him since his birth since his inception um but these are not things that I was really thinking about when I was a kid like I just because uh, because there's, there's a lot of deep thematic elements throughout the story with each of the individual characters in the party with Zidane and Garnett and, uh, you know, Steiner and, uh, um, Freya, even though, you know, it's a, it's a common, you know, it's a very common argument and a very common criticism that her character gets kind of thrown to the wayside after her introduction, which I, you know, I very much understand that, um, but all of these characters have their moments, and you understand their kind of backstory and everything, and their connection connections to the world, and their importance and their role and, and their and their roles and in, in the story. Um, but I don't know; these are just not things that I I I really you know thought about super heavily when I was playing through the game. I just enjoyed how colorful it was. I enjoyed the environments. And the music was wonderful, and it just really drew me in. And all of these elements, um, and just kind of tying it back to the story. Uh, and, and spoilers and that sort of thing. I, I it, even when I knew those things happened, like I it didn't bother me because I still connected to the characters and I still loved the game regardless of, you know, having full knowledge of what was going to happen. Um that's I don't know. It, I I just uh it's just very interesting how these kinds of relationships sort of change and how I perceive things. Change, you know what I mean? um Like I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine going through, like a guidebook of Near Automata before I play the game. Like that, that would just kind of, like right now, that would pretty much ruin the experience for me. You know what I mean? But maybe back then, when I was a kid, if I, you know, if I had a guidebook of Near and i read through that before i played the game it's possible that i still might enjoy the game <laughs> so i don't know it's just sort of it's just very interesting um maybe i've just become more sensitive to things and <laughs> and i uh, and i'm just much more attuned to certain elements in in games and whatnot um but yeah i don't know it's just sort of uh it's just kind of an interesting sort of dilemma to have where you're the way that you viewed things in the past and the things that you value just sort of like, you know, change over time, I guess is, is sort of like my, um, just sort of my, the thing so that's just what I've been kind of thinking about. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's been, uh, it's been cool. Like kind of reminiscing about that. It's been, it's been cool thinking about games much more in, not necessarily critically, but just, just thinking about it as a medium and, and, and just, uh, and, and thinking about its sort of significance in my life. Uh, I've gotten a lot more interested, like I mentioned, I've gotten a lot more interested in these sort of video essays that talk very deeply about games. Um, and you know, both criticize but also appreciate the the creator's intent with what they wanted to you know bring with you know these games um it's 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 often it's often difficult to realize the full vision of someone um because it's it's one there's of course budgetary restrictions there's market restrictions um and maybe sometimes it's just, like, their execution of something is maybe just lackluster and you're not able to get the full effect of something. Um, there's just so many reasons why um, a work of art can be perceived so different, from, differently from person to person. Um, you know, so it's for, some, for some, like, I don't know, even like a popcorn kind of, uh, you know, movie like you know, some Marvel movie or something like that. For some people that might be, you know, they might hold a lot of weight into that. But for, I don't know, for myself, it's just like, okay, it's just like, you know, some something fun to watch. But I don't know. It's just, there's just so many ways that certain mediums can, uh, and certain pieces of art can just be so much more significant to other people than, uh, you know, than than for yourself, I guess. Um, And I've just very much enjoyed looking at games from a very kind of deep and philosophical lens, not even to really, you know, not even in a sense of navel-gazing or, you know, putting, you know, a ton of, you know, putting so much weight and importance to games that... They kind of become sort of these like mythic sort of art forms. It's like, no, no, no. I think there's just, I have a very deep and personal relationship with these games because they mean so much to me. And oftentimes it's very, it's, it can be very difficult for me to articulate why these games, why I hold so much importance with certain games. Um, it's just sometimes it just kind of comes down to this feeling um like i can make a you know it it might take me a while but i can make a cohesive argument as to why this game affected me so much and continues to affect me um but sometimes it's just kind of a feeling like it's just kind of like yeah i don't know man it's just the it's the music it's the characters it's just sort of all the combination of all these elements and the fact that i myself you know, controlled these characters and played through their storylines and it just made for such a memorable experience. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very, um, I've just, uh, I've just felt a lot of things recently and I felt that I, I, it's, it's very, as I've grown sort of older, you know, I've, I've always enjoyed video games and I've, uh, you know, I've had so much fun playing it since I was a child um but I really have felt this sort of sense of wow I can kind of reflect on these experiences almost like you know almost like looking at you know looking at it sort of like you know film and books and you know shows where certain you know enjoying these uh these things these art forms have really kind of uh you know has continued to sort of shape my life and um the 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 meaning that I've kind of taken away from it is very uh is very important to me and uh I just think that I I don't know I I I I feel that I've had I feel that I am able to recognize that certain things certain games mean a lot to me and I am I'm just I just really like voicing these opinions and trying to further my sort of appreciation for games and I don't know it's just it just feels nice to kind of be able to express that even if it isn't the most articulate <laughs> like this podcast you know what I mean um but I don't know it's just sort of piecing together certain things over the course of my life and relaying it to I don't know whoever whoever's listening and saying like this is this game or this piece of art meant a lot to me And I can't fully explain why and how this affected me, but I just would like to express it regardless. You know what I mean? Um, There are people out there, you know, who are, you know, who are much more creative than I am and who are able to, I guess, who are able to really be able to write and, you know, dissect and analyze things in a much more, in just, in just a better way than I can. And I think that it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's so cool that there's creators out there that, that do that. Um, uh, and I really appreciate that. And then I can, I, I feel that I feel much more comfortable just being able to just say random shit on here and just sort of like spew and just, you know, uh, just sort of really, just really, uh, just, you know, just kind of gush about, you know, my favorite games and, you know, continue to just talk about Xenoblade forever. You know what I mean? It's just great that I'm able to do that. Uh, but I know that this, my main, you know, the kind of the main through line, I was starting off, you know, discussing about like, um, you know, spoilers and video games and whatnot. Um, and, I guess I sort of ended up here, but, uh, I, I just, I want to continue to kind of make this podcast as sort of like me, you know, me talking in circles in a way, but also trying to figure out the best way to, you know, discuss certain topics in video games. Um, and, uh, I've just really, I don't know, it's just been fun thinking about these kinds of, uh these kinds of topics and discussions, uh, because it just continues to let me, I don't know, let, let me to develop and have a, you know, better, you know, have more appreciation for, uh, certain things that maybe I didn't really consider or think about too deeply beforehand. Um, yeah, that's sort of, uh, (laughs) that is my very roundabout way of saying I like video games and I like talking about them, and I would like to continue talking about them uh, in, you know, whatever capacity that I'm I'm able to. Um, so, yeah, that is – that's what's been kind of running through my head. Um, and I'm hoping that this will kind of spur me to further discuss certain things that I maybe – have had difficulty expressing because like when i think about it i've i've had such a long history with video games it's like of course i'm going to have some shit to talk about you know what i mean like there are so many things that i can discuss that, like you know in terms of like the stories or just just how i just how i experienced these games and and whatnot and uh really uh i don't know dive into that uh because i think that might be fun And, uh, and of course, talk about the games that I've been playing. So I, I, if I have the time, I do want to start near today or tonight. I don't know if I will have the time, but most likely this week. And so I'm really, I'm, again, I'm just excited to kind of dive into it and discuss it. Um, so Stay tuned for that, probably next week. And we're going to leave it off at that. Um, Thanks for listening. This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.